two things from the readings that are important to pull out. In the first reading, St. James tells us that when sin reaches maturity, it gives birth to death. It's a, a really vivid image, but it captures the truth that sin by itself is never capable of bringing about anything but death itself. And it's important for us just to hear that truth again and to have it placed before us because we are often tempted to choose a sinful means to what we think will be a good end. And that is just, that, that is contrary to one of the most fundamental principles in, in moral theology. One cannot choose an evil means to achieve a good end. We can't do that. In the catechism, the example that is used there is the, the line from Caiaphas, the high priest. Don't you understand that it's better for us to put one man to death in order to save the whole nation? And we, we are never, ever permitted to choose an evil means to try to bring about a good end. Yes, God is able, the Father is able to, to bend that, that horrific act of his crucifixion back toward the, our, our salvation. But the reason for that is at the, at the heart of it, he's offering himself as this great act of love. But we, we, we could never say that I'm gonna choose this sinful thing because it's gonna help bring about a greater good. And so this is something that's just really important for us to remember because we, we're just living in our fallen world, we're often very tempted to try to, to work things that way. In the gospel, the, um, the disciples, they're still thinking in such an earthly-minded way that when Jesus says, guard against the leaven of the Pharisees, the leaven of Herod, they think that he's talking about earthly bread. They forgot to bring enough bread in the boat, and so they're thinking, oh, we, we, we shouldn't eat bread that was made by or provided by the Pharisees or Herod. And that's not at all what Jesus has in mind. He's telling them, guard against kind of just the insidious way that the Pharisees, in, in terms of the, the worst of what they contribute and Herod contributes, how they kind of undermine by being yeast out among the people, how they, they bring out into the, the life of the people things that are contrary to, to God and to his kingdom. And they think he's just talking about regular bread. So he says, if it was just about regular bread, like I, you've seen the miracles, Twice now, I fed 5,000, I fed 4,000. You know that the physical bread is not a, it's not a thing. I, I, I can provide bread for you right now if that's, if that's the thing. They're, they're so earthly-minded, and it's really hard for them and for us to, to allow the Lord to, to just break us up into that new way of thinking where it's not just... At the, at the physical, the earthly level. And this is often what the people bump into when it comes to the parables that Jesus tells. The parables are designed to get them thinking in a new way. So 
this is just a good reminder to us of all that the Lord is working against in our mind and so much that we've picked up from the world, so much of our way of thinking has been shaped and formed by the world. And we need the Lord, like St. Paul says, to give us, uh, to, to transform our minds in Christ so that understanding, thinking differently, we might live differently. So two big things here from the readings, but we'll ask the Lord to, to help us take these, these in and just as we're moving into Lent now to give us the grace to be able to be completely open and, and disposed to him in the season of Lent that begins tomorrow that, that we might live differently knowing that, that that way that we live differently begins with the transformation of our mind. So what lies do we need to be freed from? What, what ways of thinking are at play that, that are contrary to God? How do we view the Lord in, in an earthly way that's, that's mistaken, that's not lined up with the truth of who he is? Let's ask the Lord to be at work in that as we get ready to enter into this great season of Lent tomorrow.